Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Beautiful and baffling. That's football for you. Spain will play Italy in the semis. Decent matchup, but who is next? Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Saturday, the 3rd of July. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Belgium, Italy. Best 45 minutes of the tournament, hands down. Knocked old Magic Monday off its perch. Hands up, more I like think so. Yeah, <laughs> hands I was, up. Hands up. It was like they were kind of um, they were they tried to rob me of my emotions <laughs> at, at, at gunpoint, and I was like, hands up. <laughs> so that's not You've how taken emotions me. work. You've taken my heart. When you feel them, they're not taken from you. No, they're like they're more never intensely more yours. in you. I Shot would say. through the heart, and you're too late. You give love a bad, bad name. name. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going for that one. <laughs> oh, uh, have you got them back again? I've got them back again. I'm ready for the England match. Oh, so did you, you hunt the, you hunted down the emotion thieves? And, I did, yeah. And got them back. Yeah. Some vigilante justice. Would you You're say like that Liam Neeson in Taken? Would you say that Italy or Belgium are the more thieving of of the emotions? I think Belgium because they're clearly at a little bit of a turning point, a crossroads, if you will. Great yeah. Bon Jovi album, um, where they're um, you know it could go one way, it could go the other. So yeah, I think Belgium have got my heart, and they're, they're slowly posting bits of it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> With a ransom note, <laughs> proof of life. Little chunks, yeah. little, little chunks of my little heart. Snipped up chunks. Of, is that, is chopped that... up heart? That's not how I was expecting to start this. It's show, awful. But, it's yeah. awful. 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 Posted by a Belgian. Emotion awful. <laughs> 
It's a motion of all. <laughs> They're more, mainly more about like, uh, what was that thing Vish posted? The old oh, chips. Fries, yeah. Fries and than, mayo yeah. is the things than, in Belgium, aren't they? I actually, I actually agree with that. Although so. it turns out pizza two, fries one. Yeah, yes. True. I, that whole game felt like highlights, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like it was just. Except just the end. Relentless. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. I mean, you hate it when teams do it to you, but if I'm scared, I like to think so that well. team was so well drilled that they could do that for 90 minutes. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. Yeah, that's like, I mean, we've not really seen it from no. them, and I don't think it was even necessary. <laughs> but do, you, do you remember from the Colombia game when a team are doing that to you? Yeah, it feels like an affront to your. <laughs> sovereignty like just <laughs> everything it this just feels so wrong certainly yeah. your dignity and your yeah. sense of like you know fairness but anyway we shouldn't start with that we should start with the the amazingness of the game to start with so all three girls in the first half I mean, I mean the first girl was amazing unbelievable mm. invention from Nicola Barella for that first one yeah. while poor Immobile do, do we have any word on Immobile has he recovered yeah he, see, <laughs> he seems, seems he's just, he's quite well around. actually yeah, he seems alright yeah yeah fine. yeah yeah hopefully he'll be he'll hopefully be fine the second one then so the first one I thought that's an incredible that's a that's a goal for a game like that's brilliant and then Lorenzo Insigne with absolute techers yeah. curl pluck Beautiful. all of the above gorgeous and then the the penalty uh, Romani Lukaku took. Nice a lot of people thinking, driver. thinking it's a soft penalty. Where do you guys stand on that? Um, I'm fine with it. I was fine with it. Out of all of the weird penalty him. decisions we've had, yeah, he, he was going at pace and good yeah. God, that player can go at pace yeah. and he just got knocked off his off his feet, off his tootsies. So yeah. yeah it's he pushed him, though, that's a foul, it? right? Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible to me that that's what it took for Belgium to break through. With all mm. that attack and talent they got, it was a penalty they have. It was a penalty that, that got them through that Italian defence. And that is... Scary if you're Spanish, I would mm. say. Yeah. Or scary if you've got aspirations to make it to the final, like yes. England have. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, though, because if you think in the second half, I mean, Lukaku, I don't know what you think about the kind of game he had, but those two, he had two big misses, didn't he? The header yeah. where he sort of glanced it, but just into the stands. And then the one where he couldn't sort of find it. I mean, that was partly the defending, wasn't it? But oh, he think, just yeah. couldn't. He the, couldn't. The block on the line. He was yeah, just after that. that was, he it, it kind of killed him a little bit. He couldn't it was find just, his... it. Was just, he, he was just landing in, in a heap. I couldn't figure out where his legs were. His arms. So he was just like, yeah. You know when they have those big garage uh, men outside the garage that flail around yeah. the inflatable <laughs> men. He's just sort of like <laughs> into himself like Beetlejuice. There's also an argument that just because of certain kind of national character traits that places have. When right. they're on the app, when they're on the up, rather. You're on the app. Yeah. <laughs> when they're on the up in a game, that many Italian men at once right. is probably quite intense. Do you know what I mean? The way that Donnarumma kissed Spinazzola after, <laughs> yeah. he, he'd like, after sexually he made that charged. Because they're yeah. all just like, yes! Yes! <laughs> it's like, it's so intense. I can't get that emotional. No. It's just like, as an Englishman, it's beyond me to get even near that. And there are 11 <laughs> of them, like, turned up to about 15. And well, you're like, so oh, God, this is so intense. How are we going to score? <laughs> I can't even concentrate. Let's, me and you, we'll go down Bar Italia in Soho and we'll drink espressos at the bar. Lovely. Home of television. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, and after about 16 pints, you'll decide that... You'll, you'll say that you really like each other. <laughs> yeah, never handshake uh, and go home. I've liked working with you for all these years, Pete. And yeah. I'm glad we finally found a chance to say it. <laughs> yeah, it was intense. I don't think it was just the emotion. It was also just the backwards and forwards nature of the game. And, yeah. and oh, it was so exciting. And so I, exciting. I just loved it. And I think that was my... Uh, took some pauses on the old internet for this, but I think that was my frustration with the last 
whatever it was, 20, 15 minutes mm. where the Italian team were just dropping like flies. Yeah. And, it, and he, you know, and I get it. It's the sort of more prolonged version of taking it into the corner. Yeah. You just, you fall over and mm. are very hurt every time anything happens. But if you're not on a yellow, do it. That's what I say. Yeah. You're not on a yellow. It's just that I wanted to it. see, I wanted to see extra time. I felt like uh. Belgium were pushing. They'd missed those two chances. They were a bit, yeah, Lukaku was a bit inflatable garage man for a while. But yeah. you felt like, there was something brewing. I don't know. I think like it is disrespectful to your opponent, isn't it? To effectively not allow them to play. Is it? Or is it, you know? Well, I, I think so. I mean, you know, various cultures view this differently, but I think the, the idea of basically, you know, wasting time like that is just, is making sure that some of the game isn't the game. Get, do you know what I mean? Get down off that horse. Get down, <laughs> get down off that horse. I would love to see England do it. I would, to leave you I would love to, to see us learn how to do that, by the way. tie him up outside rather yeah. than bringing our, him into the studio. Our best footballer does that all of the time. He spends most of the time on his arse. It's good. I think by I'm the just, end... I'm, by the way, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, it's just Italy that do that. No, I just think the, no. the concept of it Indeed. is frustrating. But is it not up it? to the referee to... Exactly, efficient. Mm. To manage that. Yeah, and it's all part of the game. And, and I did think by the end of the match, I think Belgium didn't run out of ideas, but I think they felt the pressure of the end of this golden generation. They've mm. had like 10 years of incredibly uh, impressive footballers, incredibly, incredibly impressive footballing talent. And, you know, now you've got defenders who play in the J League. <laughs> like, yeah. They're all kind of seeing out their, seeing out their uh, careers. And you just sort of think if they had a, you know, a slightly more, if they'd had a slightly more creative um, or less kind of uh, a defensive manager, they may have got through this tie possibly. But um, I don't think he'll be in charge this time. Uh, well, this time next year, or, or, or when the World Cup comes yeah, around, and, yeah. it's, it's funny with this, this talk about the sort of the end of the golden generation. Any country that you know gets has a generation tarred with that golden brush. I mean, tends look at, to Eng- I mean, look at England. There's always there's yeah. always life after it. You know, what I mean? look yeah. what we've got now. Exactly, it tends to be you, you shouldn't you shouldn't bestow that title on the team until after mm, a period, really. So, but yeah. that's not how it works, is it? But I mean, the World Cup is, starts next November. Mm. A lot of those players will still be there. Obviously, the def- the age profile of the defenders is a problem, but you know they're they're, they're going to be contenders next time. I think the thing about Belgium, though, is that it's it's unlikely. You know, their population is about eleven million. Yeah. Uh, whereas England, that's like five times smaller than England, for mm. example. So it's just it just seems more amazing that they have such an extraordinary concentration of players. Mm. And someone like, you know, someone like Kevin De Bruyne is a once-in-a-generation talent. Yeah. You could make the same argument for Romelu Lukaku and various yeah. other of them out of our world, even, um, to some extent. So, yeah. But, you know, we've been saying that since Vincent Kompany. And, and, yeah, you know, yeah it's, good it's, point. I think they've just got, they've got better at, at maximising the players they have when they come through at a young age. So, mm. you know. Yeah. Like, look at Yuri Tillemans coming through and, and Jeremy Doku as well. Like you know, Jeremy Doku, four years that's... ago, obviously no one was talking about those guys, and here they are. So it's not like yeah. it's not like they're suddenly just going to dry up and go back to the bad old days. I would think Jeremy Doku is, I think, for some reason Leicester City have adopted the Leicester City fans have adopted him as like the player who's going to be coming into Leicester City, really? even oh, right. though there's been no actual talk about it. But I just sort of think he's exactly the sort of player to move to the Premier League be incredibly committed but unbelievably frustrating <laughs> I just can just see his end product being absolutely nothing just got, get him out of this club he's rubbish it seems to be I your is, is this just I've been burned burn by the Ben Arthur yeah well I thought he was incredible on the night he was I just wonderful. really loved watching him his turn of pace the way he managed to draw it's people not to even turn he's just 99% just all the time he's just pace he doesn't turn it down 19, he's at 11 all the time 19 years old yeah. plays for Wren yeah I'm sure he'll be getting 
a big-ish move. Yeah. Big, big-ish. Or maybe I really not. just undermined myself there. <laughs> a big-ish, a probably a, a, a normal-ish sized move yeah. maybe to Newcastle. No, that would be, be such a coup. Uh, the other person probably to mention is Leonardo Spinazzola, who has torn his bloody Achilles. Mm. Yeah. Poor guy. Oh, you could see on his face as well. Like even as he, even as he was making the signal to come off, he's like, yeah. he knows his tournament's over. In tears on the pitch. I think he just, it, it, it actually looked a little bit crazy how quickly he was running for that ball. And I think he was just so amped up, so pumped up by, mm. you know, by the tournament he's been having and by by the maybe even the praise he's been getting. You know, for like for for just bombing on bombing down the wing in the way that he has. And I was, even as he was running, I was like, oh wow, he's get, that's fast that's and that's, that seems too fast. <laughs> But the sad thing is that is supposed to be something that he'd got more of a grip on. Apparently that yeah. is characteristic of his play. And he, um, if a move from Roma to Inter fell through fairly recently and, and the reason that Juventus sold him to Roma in the first place is because he kept getting injured. Right. right. Oh. So it's basically, yeah, this is a function of, he has been talking, I think, before the tournament or during the tournament about how he'd been like trying to train better and trying to, you know, manage him, his body better. Yeah. So it's That's even so more upsetting. crushing to right. see him do that, especially as he's, yeah, one, did you just say, or am I saying, one of the players of the tournament? Oh, without I, a doubt, yeah. And that left back position for Italy as well. Sort of yeah. Like iconic. Block, he, he, he did everything he could. He blocked on the line from Lukaku. It's, yeah. it's, it's, he, he could not have delivered more for that Italy team. Also, well, as well, the yeah. way Mancini has a squad set up, um, Emerson Palmieri will come in, and obviously he's not, you know, he's, he's a different player, but he will probably fit in and play exactly the same role because they all know their jobs really, really well and the squad is geared to playing in a certain way, whoever the personnel is. So I think obviously it's a miss, but it's one that they will they will be prepared for. But yeah, he it's a shame, isn't it? Because now that, you know, he's he's playing under Jose Mourinho now, so we will not be seeing him bomb on like that anymore. <laughs> the future's That'll be bright. the last time he gets yeah. into the opposition's for half. His next injury will be his wings being clipped. <laughs> <laughs> They loved it though. They gave him quite the hero's welcome, Pete. Mm. I'm sure you enjoyed. I'm sure you enjoyed seeing that. I just uh, see apparently De Bruyne played with torn ankle ligaments last night. Ew. Did you hear that? Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> superhuman. How torn <laughs> are we talking? Yeah. I oh, mean, is it like a, an insurance write off for like. <laughs> are you really trying to go at De Bruyne for not being torn enough? No, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I presume it wasn't a, a huge separation. It'll be a partial. Separation, presumably. It's not ideal. Yeah, it's not ideal. Let us know, Kevin. I want pictures. I want x-rays. You hope to be in the kind of prime physical condition, don't you, to to perform in a uh, Euros quarterfinal. I feel as though he did well, Mm. with or without torn ankle ligaments. I can't imagine his uh, club team manager being (laughs) finding that a problematic situation. No, I imagine he'll be very understanding about how he pushed on and played through the whole of the game. He'll be in summer hibernation at this point anyway when he picked There is simply no way a man that intense can be awake for a whole year properly. He'll be in some pod somewhere recharging. It'll be fine. Surely, what? And then you think he'll just wake up and watch the whole tournament through, like non-stop over the course of 48 hours or something. Like Johnny Five shot circuit, just whizzes through it really quickly. He's watched the whole thing. He'll be be in a big recharging egg. Mm. His big bald fraud egg. I think that's quite beautiful, actually. Let, let's look ahead as well. Let's look ahead. So now, of course, Italy going to the semi-finals. <laughs> Italy going to the final, yeah. I really felt, I don't know about you guys, but after they won the Austria game, I just felt as though these guys are going to win the tournament. It was something about, after, of course, they won the group and didn't concede and were incredible, but you can hardly tell anything from that. The way that they came back from a bit of jeopardy and, mm. and managed to go on and win the Austria I game. think actually looking at the games from last night, the eventual winners are still 
still in the competition somewhere. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> You're a knob. <laughs> but I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely think Spain are going to win it. This oh, yeah, you've been banging this drum, haven't you? Strong, you? What's the, so what's I've the said that anyway. Is this just you being contrary? Or no, that... it's just a very different kind of Spain team, and they are stinking up the tournament uh, in, in many different uh, factors and ways. And I think they will sort of like brute force their way to the final and just flob their way over the finishing yeah. line. Yeah. So I, for me, I, I worry for them because if. Spain. You know, if Spain, yeah, because if Belgium couldn't get past the, the Italian defence with all the attacking talent they've got, like what hope are the maudlin goths that Spain have got up front? Well, penalties, have. now they've really nailed well, maybe that's it. Take yeah. penalties. They can take penalties unless it's in a match, clearly, in which case they really struggle. And well, even then, it really wasn't great penalties. in the shootout, was I'm it? I'm joking. I thought it was the worst penalty shootout I've seen in years. The thing with Italy is that, like, from minute zero to minute 75 they play at this really really intense place, pace and then obviously they start shithousing mm. after that uh, but they do fly out of the blocks mm. they, they they play with such energy straight away and Spain do look like they have brittle confidence I've, I feel like if Italy score early Spain could collapse here and shit mm. the bed <laughs> I don't that's what sure. I that's that's how I envision it going but obviously Five I'm not nil a sort of or something. is that what you mean I, th- I think it could be I mean it could be Maybe not five nil, but you could see a situation where Spain lose lose their grip on the game and are never in it. Yeah, and then the and then Italy can just rest up for the final. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness me! Well, look, let's come on and talk about uh, Spain in the second half. But basically, uh, you know, all the talk of shit housing aside, I basically, I guess what we've learned is that you need to beat Italy in the first seventy minutes. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Congratulations to Italy. We'll see you. Well, certainly in the semis. Anyway, let's get to a break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to Football Ramble. Yeah, maybe just one small bit of the Football Ramble. That'd be alright. I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to the Football Ramble. I'm Martin Keown. Keown. It's so mean. He did us a little favour. Oh, come on. Yesterday what? he said spinning Zola. Well, <laughs> it happens to us all. Welcome back to the Football Ramble. Me, Pete and Jim with you. And we're going to get a few of your emails now. Oof. Press the button. Tickle your ivories. Foot, football ramble is a pretty good place to start. Foot, football ramble. But well, it just sounds a bit gimmicky. But I think it's exciting. Ramble. Football <laughs> ramble. Phil Neville. Confused um, testicles with balls. Very rarely does it all go completely silent because no one knows what to say. <laughs> Where does this rank? Is it above or below punching of the, the punching of the horse? They thought to themselves, oh, well, old fizzer knows he's onion. Personally, I think it's a bit of a silly one. You got email. Well done. Football ramble. <laughs> the home of Willie Wavy. You got email. Tune in this time next week to hear it again. Don't play it again. Mark, Mark Pugach literally does shows for the football ramble and could not deliver the word the football ramble with more derision, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> the football ramble. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite disconcerting when Marcus turns up in your ear when you press that. Yeah, like, yeah. Here he is. The, ghost of, my... the ghost of host pasts. Past, 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 pasta, Italian. It's Let's like when he football. turned up the other day when we were doing the we were doing the game. That right. was very intimidating. <laughs> okay. I know, it seemed to spur you to greater height. <laughs> I got an email uh, from Sarah Finnegan. She grew whiskers on her chin again. She didn't. Um, all this chat about mistaken identities got me thinking about my own mistake. My dad always told us stories about the great Mexican footballer of the ages, Nobby Stiles. <laughs> he even did a great Mexican accent, which is what? more troublesome now than when I was a small child, Sarah. That's brilliant. Uh, at school, with all the talk of football, I thought I'd show my international knowledge and brought up the great Stiles himself, to which my friends rolled around laughing until they could explain that good old Nobby was England through and through. I went straight home and accused my dad of treachery. He just rolled around the floor laughing as he couldn't believe the joke had gone on for so long, literally about 10 years. <laughs> Daddy Finnegan. That is a direct Naughty. hit, isn't that it? Is, Dad joke-wise, <laughs> that, that is That is, is like SpaceX nailing the landing. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, Battleship. Beautiful. <laughs> we admire your work. Yeah, cracking stuff, Brilliant Daddy Finnegan. Thank um, you, Sarah. Geordie Hoken has been in touch. Uh, he's from Belgium, and as oh. will become clear in this email. Um, tonight's loss hurts. It hurts not because we didn't deserve to lose, not because we weren't outsmarted, not even because the Italians were masters at time-wasting in the end. It hurts because it's the realisation we will never win a tournament. This generation has beaten every major country in the world and has been number one in the world in the ranking, but we've never and will never beat countries in the right order for us to win a tournament. You're all English and England will always have a team competing in the tournament with the best there are. We'll come back to that later. Even when you have a generation which isn't as good as the previous one, you'll still probably even survive the group stages. Growing up, I was happy when Belgium was qualified for a tournament. The last seven years have been amazing for us and this generation is by a land mile uh, the best generation we've ever had and maybe ever will have. I have loved the absolute majority of it when they were playing with the exception of Wales 2016 and France 2018. I love my country. I love these players. What joy they've given us even if it wasn't a title. Now we've sort of touched on a lot of this stuff already but Geordie it will get better won't it? This is always how it feels when when your team go out of a tournament and as, as we've said before I think Belgium the way Belgium bring players through and the way they develop them very young is actually pretty special and I think it puts them in a in a it makes them punch above their weight uh, in a way that means they should always be hope for the future especially at the moment as well because you know a lot of these players they're still going to be around for a little while yet at least and also England don't always 
qualify for tournaments. <laughs> yeah, didn't really qualify in '94. Didn't qualify in 2008. Didn't get out of the group stages in 2014. You know, even in a nation with a much bigger population um, and a very strong domestic league, we still struggle um, in this situation. So you know, it's all right. It's all you, you get yourself up for it again. And yeah. you convince yourself that Belgium are going to win it. As as I always say it, and I've, I've allowed England to do it to me this time. I just yeah. want them to convince me that they've got a shot at winning it. <laughs> and then I'll the be crushed starts. like you are. But it's you, you'll get back up for it and you'll love it. Yeah, completely agree. Thanks for sharing Thanks. your moment of despair with us, Geordie. Mm. I, hope, I hope Jim's words of support and wisdom helped. I mean, he'll hear mine sooner or later, won't he? So we can, we'll have a little swap. <laughs> no, because... <laughs> why, Jim? Because England are going to win the Euros. You've been banging this drum for a long time, actually, Kate. Mm. And I bang it. You're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah. I wouldn't do the drum. You wouldn't do the drum. No, you'd be like the core on Glay or something, wouldn't you? The euphonium. I said to you before, he's the guy. I back the euphoniumist. Euphonium. Euphonium. Euphonium Easter. Yeah, not the drum. Just say tuba. It's just big It's a little. No, it's a little tuba. Yeah, yeah. It's baby tuba. Tuberette. Get them a key Ha! Send Lovely. your emails in, show at footballramble.com. Also tweet us at footballramble. Yes, so we've talked about Spain, who are going to apparently win the Euros when England don't. 1-1, um, it was the final score against Switzerland. Oh, my God. And then the worst penalty shootout you've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> I'm really nervous about you saying that. Thus <laughs> far. 3-1. Uh, they won Spain because you thought by the time, so they obviously had a, a red card, Switzerland, they were down to 10 men. Mm. You thought, and they had that own goal as well from Zakari after about before 10 minutes had been played. But you thought if they could just get to the end of extra time, yeah. they'll win this penalty shoot. Yeah. And, and then bloody Busquets missed the first one. You were like, <laughs> it's happening. It always seems to flip on its head in a... In a... <sighs> Penalty shootout, though, isn't it? The team mm. that misses first, so often, in, in my head at least, mm. seem to go on to win it. And it's, it's so gutting for Switzerland because when part of your story of going further than you've gone in a long time is through a penalty shootout, yes. to then go out on a penalty shootout tarnishes that first achievement as well. So you can't... I think they're going to struggle to separate those memories. It will be the memories of the two shootouts that define mm. it. And it's such a shame because Sommer had such a good game. He, he looked just unbeatable at times after they'd scored. Did you see what Luis Enrique said? He said, that was the most tranquil penalty shootout I've ever been through because tranquil. we'd done all our homework, all our practice, and there was nothing left for the staff and me to do. Lewis. That is confident. It is. I like He's it. He's a very confident Did you see how many man, they... Though. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't Ugly a good shanks. shootout, was it? No. no. And, 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 and to see sort of like Switzerland go through that shootout where they looked confident and they didn't second guess themselves this time round it was like oh shall I hit it there oh I buffed it up again oh dear uh, it was the, the completely different beast this time round yeah, yeah the, be- the first miss was a beautiful share wasn't it yeah, yeah. for Switzerland yeah. they were poor penalties from Switzerland as well mm. it was surprising mate. perhaps they got a bit complacent Thinking like, oh, we've won a penalty knackered. shootout now, <laughs> therefore we are good at shoot uh, penalties. Yeah, they probably also that. They looked got a absolutely. lot of a lot of minutes mm. in those legs. Yeah, just like let me lie down. I'll just yeah. Uh, but yeah, maybe there's something in that about Switzerland. It was it it was gutting. I know that Pete, you're backing Spain to the death here. Mm, I am, but both of our deaths, the heat death of the universe, I'll be backing them. But yeah, it was it it was it, it was frequently poor. And what was that stat where uh, Spain of <laughs> 235 more attacks than England this tournament. Now, I don't know what... Is it just moving the... 2.35? Yeah, moving the the ball forward. How does an attack actually... Obviously, that's not shot. That would be nuts. No, no. But yeah, still, um, it's astonishing. 
<laughs> and I think England have been attack. pretty sort of pragmatic and cagey, but blimey. That's a lot of passing it around back, the back four, which you yeah. do see a lot with England, but it's like, Jesus Christ, 235 more attacks. So it yeah. makes you feel like if they had someone who could finish, they would be... Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's embarrassing, isn't it, really? It's funny to say that, given that they scored 10 goals in two games, but it does mm. still feel oh, yeah. like they're going to struggle to to put chances away against, uh, you know, top top defenders. What does Lee it's Dixon Keeling think about this, CM though? Punk. What does Lee Dixon think? He was very upset at Peter Walton, the... Uh, the uh, and his opinions. I don't care what Peter Walton says. It's, rude. it's a bit cheeky, isn't it, to it's say that on air? Cheeky. It's like thank you for delivering your professional opinion from the profession <laughs> that you spent many years trying to get to the top of. But you're an irrelevance. Yeah. Peter Walton does agree with everything the on-pitch referee does, though, doesn't he? Yeah, true. I it, suppose it was, he feels like it's the referee's union. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It was. It was a. We would say that was a difficult decision for the referee because no, he, no, okay. Well, I don't know. No one else agreed with me in the group, but I just thought that was absolutely no, I, a red. No, I, do, I, yeah. I thought it was, it was... Studs up, connected with his ankle. I don't think it's st- st- studs up a matter anymore. I think it's just out, it's just reckless and out of control. Well, how do your studs and get I, up I'd unless argue that he, what, he was like, in control. Did you see the Gabriel Jesus thing? I mean, I guess in that <laughs> yeah, sense, that was, it was not out of control. He I'm, I'm going to give that a straight red. Buff him yeah. in the face. <laughs> but in this case... Yeah, if you're, doing, if you're making that kind of connection, it's an mm. ankle breaker. I don't think you should be doing that. Yeah. It's a red card. All right. Have I, I don't care what Kate Mason says. <laughs> says Lee Dixon. I don't care what Kate Mason says. The thing is, turning though, up in your squash gear, giving it the big one. <laughs> the thing is, though, Lee Dixon says it after Peter Walton's. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peter Walton's pressing the red button, going, "Hey, hey, Lee, 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 put me on, put me on, put Lee on now." So Spain, Italy. That is the Tuesday night semi-final, and the Wednesday night semi-final. <laughs> Well, we don't know who the component teams are going to be of that yet because another set of quarterfinals tonight. So I, uh, it's funny, isn't it? It's when you look at the way England play, 90 minutes doesn't feel like long enough sometimes. <laughs> I feel like at some point we're going we're gonna to end up in I'm extra sure, time. I'm sure we'll get a 120. <laughs> we'll get a 120, Jim. That'll be fine. Okay. But yeah, I, how do you feel about this game? I feel sick, obviously. Because yeah, obviously, <laughs> like case without saying, Ukraine have scored more goals in England. Yeah, I thought I was going to feel sicker after the. So with Germany, the Germany game, it just felt like that could be the end of the line, and it was too early, and there's all this history and heritage and all that stuff, which I mainly think doesn't actually matter no. because for all the obvious reasons we've talked about with Gareth Southgate, you yeah. know, training players, players to know yeah. things differently to think things differently and not to worry about that and actually it's irrelevant isn't it whether Gaza did something how to know things differently (laughs) I am a teacher (laughs) I'll help you know things differently I've been doing a lot of neuro-linguistic programming can you tell Uh, yes whereas with this one it feels more like um, it feels more like you know this before the Sweden game in 2018 Mm. but I don't know I just feel like Ukraine are more mavericks yeah, I mean, people are assuming England are going to win, aren't they? Let's that's be the worst that's the, thing. That's the problem. The place, worst and place to U- be. Ukraine yeah. will be will be focusing on that, and playing into that, and obviously Gareth Southgate is very, very good at keeping the players grounded. But what what do you think the dangers are for England? Because I wonder if Ukraine, obviously, they've been through extra time. They probably won't want to repeat it again. But Shevchenko will undoubtedly have probably at least. You know, drilled the the national panic about penalties <laughs> from, from England panic. into the to, into yeah. Ukraine. So it might be that they go. I you know what? If we exists. do get to if we do get to you know extra time, maybe yeah. you know I d- they, I d- they won't want penalties. Right? I don't. I th- I think you could only feel that way if you'd not watched the team. Cl- you don't feel that way. I don't feel like that about this team. But it's the story about 
about England's national so team, that's isn't just it? People so who Ukraine, only watch it a little bit. but Ukraine yeah. may we may that, have that in their thinking. We kicked that hoodoo into the long grass with the last performances, didn't we? In, we in did. the shootouts, and I, I think this is going to be a sterner test than Germany because you know Ukraine have, have equipped themselves much better than the German sides did throughout the groups <laughs> and, mm. and the match against England. I thought Germany were very, very ordinary. And, not particularly probing. I thought they were very, very poor, and 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 Ukraine have obviously got goals in them. So it's it's going to be, it's going to be a stern, stern yeah. test. But if England want to be uh, in the in the position that they think they deserve, they need to be winning these matches. So. I- I wonder how Ukraine will approach it as well, but or, or in fact, how England will approach it as well. I, personally, this might just be because I want to see our more attacking players. But I wonder if starting with there's talk that you might even start Grealish and Foden which I'd be surprised by because that would mean Sterling missing out but I think he will probably be a little bit more direct because you you kind of want to get this game going into it as probably the favourites you you want to get get it it out the one you don't you don't want you don't want any risk of going for extra time and Ukraine will be thinking well you know what if we because England is so pragmatic we can sort of let them be really pragmatic and safe for a while and then try and nick it late on. And that's the, that's the danger, isn't it? That's I what I say just, when yeah, I 90 minutes that. doesn't seem like enough when your team plays like this because you leave yourself open to that risk. I wonder if if they will be a bit more attacking, a bit, a bit more attacking, try and get it won comprehensively. And and then they can sort of bring off the players who are on yellows so they, they don't risk yeah. it for the next round. It, it, look, it, Which it, is it, loads it, of them. It, once again, Garros on that tight rot that every England manager find themselves on. You either It either works... His way, he either goes to his game plan or he's fired and everyone hates him. It's yeah. just like well, that's it's always with always the way with England and 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 Gareth Southgate's been excellent, impeccable yeah. this tournament. In my that's opinion. the outside of it, though, isn't it? Just the yellow cards. It's Harry Maguire, Declan Rice, Calvin Phillips, yeah. and Phil Foden. I because Foden was the only player who got a yellow in in the group stages. Oh, they were pretty nicey nicey the, the team really, and then obviously the Germany game ramped those up a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to see if we get any suspensions uh, in this match. Has really Guaza said? Role, by the way. Yeah, he he said that you know rightly so that you know a, a match suspension for two bookings is 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 so harsh, so so harsh, and I completely agree. It's frustrating. Did you see? This is one thing I'm worried about. Did you see <laughs> England <one> playing um, <laughs> uh, volleyball in in the pool? No. The, the, there's been some video going around of them playing volleyball okay. in the pool. Harry Kane did not look good. <laughs> like, honestly, he did look listless. Right, listless, listless. Looked, he was like, sort of just, dropping like, back. Hanging and, back. In, he was dropping yeah. deep, which is bad in, yeah, exactly. in, in the pool because he might drown. You want to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, I'm, I'm a bit worried about his form. Yeah, you know? Maybe he was conserving his energy. Maybe the thing, was. I realised I didn't really finish my point about Sweden. Um, it feels a bit like going into the Sweden game in Russia 2018 in the sense that everybody was shitting themselves because of that being the stage of the tournament and because of all the optimism that was starting to grow. Because mm. if you remember Russia, that was sort of the first time where we allowed ourselves to feel like, oh, mm. hey, there is something good happening here. Yeah. Um, and then we just beat them in a very calm, contained performance yes. to the point where it was actually kind of boring. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what they need. To know. <laughs> so yeah, Sweden, but against Sweden didn't really turn up in that match and that was... And but we, we control them, we contained yeah. them as yeah. well and I think it's similar in the sense that I do believe that Ukraine could have like a maverick moment. They haven't, they've conceded in every single one of their last 15 games but one, I yeah. think. So presumably we're going to be able to put together some goal scoring chances and, yeah. and to finish. Um, but the point is, is that we have, we feel emotional about this. We feel anxious about this. We want England to win. Some of us have tickets for the semi-final. <laughs> but uh, this is what it's about. Me. <laughs> but 
you know, if you're looking at this in a dispassionate way, not having tickets to the final, like me and Jim, we mm. we do we we think we differently, don't, don't to, we? Well, we don't need to. You know, most people looking at this would think England should beat How Ukraine. How am I going to get to Wembley? And we, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, England should beat Ukraine. Yeah. This isn't really a discussion. And yet. that's how and that's how professional footballers think. They go, "We should beat them." I'm a good footballer. That guy over there, he's a good footballer. And him over there. And him up. We've got a good team. Yeah. So we should be fine. That's and true. you know, fathers and duo, Luke Shaw and Saka. Uh, nice to sort of yeah. see them playing together. Is, did you see Saka might be out? Although that, yeah. you know, again, oh. even that, like that's so annoying given how great he's been this whole tournament. Mm. But even still, could mean Jane Sancho gets a run out, mm. which is what yeah. lots of people have wanted to see. It's not like we don't trust him. It's not like he hasn't played at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's... That's heartening, isn't it? The depth that England have. Any of those players yes. coming out. So there is, again, as we're talking about with Italy, there's someone to come in and f- not necessarily do fulfil exactly the same role, but bring their unique set of skills to it. So, yeah, it's um, the danger is obviously that you underestimate Ukraine and, I don't know, you're not concentrating pro- properly. You, you, you let a goal slip or you give away a stupid penalty or something like that. But I think Southgate doesn't leave room for that. Mm. So Agreed. let's hope that they just get the job done. Come on, England! The respect that he shows to everybody around him, as I think Jules was saying, suggests that it would be almost impossible for him to underestimate an, an <laughs> yeah. opponent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll just absolutely. kick it around, around lads. Yeah. Let's play for penalties. We know yeah. how to take just those. think about the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Czech Republic against Denmark, a little mention for them too. Um, this is tasty, this game. Mm. Yeah. And also, like, of course, there's such a there's such a groundswell of uh, enthusiasm for within the Denmark team and all they've been through. And Penilla Harder, the Chelsea player, was writing in the Guardian, had a piece in the Guardian today saying about how she really feels as though these guys could go on all the way. Yeah, it does feel like that, that within kind the of spirit. Definitely, there's some great stories in this uh, tournament. There really is, and I hope Denmark. Uh win this match because I think they're, they're, they're worthy the, the way they played against uh, Wales was insanely oh my good. god yeah, yeah for 4-0 took them apart against a you know a semi-finalist in mm, the previous Euros yeah, yeah alright so I'll really enjoy that <laughs> <laughs> how do you even watch these bloody games before England you just, I just sit there like, <laughs> on the squash court <laughs> <laughs> what I tend to do is like write a lot of notes I'll like right, right really I've told Marcus this that like my formation and then I'll sort of put Colours on it. For you no really? Reason. <laughs> oh, Nerd. I love how I love we found someone who loves England as much as Marcus. Yeah. I didn't think another person existed. <laughs> I think Marcus is. Yeah, I think Marcus's enthusiasm helped build my own. Oh, to be honest, good on listening him. to the ramble all those years and now getting to call him up all the time and be like, I'm quite worried about this England formation. Don't like, worry, Kate. You don't worry about it. Fine. I'm just doing some DIY. That's a yeah. good, good option. He'll just he'll make a prediction with such confidence that even when it doesn't come, come true. true you sense he was still right yeah yeah, yeah absolutely right <laughs> uh, guys if you love England um, leave us a review on Apple or wherever <laughs> you get your pods uh, it really helps new listeners find the show and uh, more people need to hear us scream easy yeah mm. we, we need to rename our podcast just England <laughs> and then people can review us like that well I guess also if you give us five stars which you just you just press five you don't even need to write any words mm. um, then and then England lose then it's like Ben it's at least as a small yeah, bonus. You've done, so, you've done something there. Spread some joy. You've cool. done <laughs> spread some joy. So yeah, fingers crossed for for a bit of joy tonight. Tomorrow bringing you some enthusiasm of some nature. Maybe the <laughs> easy will be Jim, Andy, and Marcus in the chair. Um 
and it's all going to be good and it's going to be fine and come on England and, and you know any Ukrainian fans thanks for listening <laughs> come on England and it'll be fine <laughs> you're really um, you're really smudging your face paint <laughs> it's because none of you guys would wear any thanks for listening to the Football Ramble everybody thanks for for all that PT bye bye thanks for that Jim you're welcome see you later The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.